Sorry, I was afraid. I thought I saw a spider on my mic, and now I was about to jump back. Your arachnophobia was about to be in your face. It was. It was returning. Hey, this is Mike. And this is Steve. And we don't know what we're doing. Each episode, we pick a different topic and then spend some time trying to figure it out a little bit better so we can uh, talk to you guys about it. Yes, and this week we're talking about... Phobias. Phobias. I was thinking about it, and uh, we have actually been planning this episode for quite a while, but it's kind of appropriate because we're in October and Halloween's coming, and... Last year, we did things about like scary stories and haunted stories and stuff, but this is sort of related because phobias are fears. So. Totally. Oh, I thought you said you were going to talk about, oh yeah, we were going to talk about this, but I had a phobia about talking about this and making the episode, so we haven't done it in forever. Ah, uh, yes. Podcastophobia. Yeah. The I mean, it's probably a thing. Podcasts. I'm probably. sure it's a thing. Probably is. Probably is. <laughs> so... So I actually wanted to talk about a one specific phobia, but you said we wouldn't have enough time to do it. So we're going with all kinds of phobias. Well, I said we wouldn't be able to fill an hour with just that one. Yeah. So the reason I wanted to talk about that specific phobia was because the iPhone 11 came out recently. Right. Yep. And, uh, you know, the back has three lenses and two other little holes on it. Yeah. And I kept seeing people like posting about this one thing and how they were getting triggered. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what are they talking about? Mm -hmm. So I had no idea what the word trypophobia meant. Mm. Did you? No. I do now because we've talked about it. But tell us what it actually means. Well, that is... So trypophobia is an intense irrational fear of small holes and clusters of circles and bumps. Mm. So people were posting on like social media pictures of the iPhone 11 with a bunch of the like lenses on the back. And so there was just a bunch of different size holes all kind of back there. And that was really uh, making people's trip trypophobia go off. Mm, yeah. So, yeah. So I wanted to know more about it. What did it look like? Right. Um, I guess it could be part. Uh, it's not only like the holes, but also like honeycombs. Yep. Uh, coral bubbles. Sponges too. Sponges. And the thing that kind of made me kind of, feel uh, discomfort mm-hmm. the lotus seed pod yeah i feel like that's the most common thing that people refer to yeah is the lotus seed pod thing. yeah when i look at it it's like it's staring back at me with all those holes hmm. yeah. it's funny none, none of those images bug me at all yeah but it clearly does you yeah i mean i didn't think about it but then the more i looked at it the more uncomfortable i felt hmm. and I, I i don't know i don't know how to describe it except for like maybe it disgust almost mm-hmm. that's what they say like phobias are a disgust of yeah. something yeah and it's uh, i i don't want to come i don't want to look at that anymore hmm. <laughs> well that certainly sparked a lot of talk about all this stuff between yes. you and me yes and about a bunch of different phobias mm-hmm. so now we've been dil- diligently researching and uh trying to come up with some interesting facts and figures and stuff that I actually learned a lot researching for this episode. I did too. There's so many phobias. Yeah. Like, I actually think this is, it's like a really fascinating topic. So, so why don't we just uh, jump into it? Here? Yeah. Let's get back to what is a phobia. All right. 
Um, <laughs> so let's start with the history of it. So okay. phobia uh, comes from the Greek word phobos, meaning fear. So in Greek mythology, Phobos was the ancient Greek god of fear and the son of Ares and Aphrodite. Oh. And he was the twin brother of Demos or the god of terror. Demos, Demos. I mean, it's like terror. demon. Demons yeah. cause terror. Yeah. Allegedly. So that's kind of the etymology of this word. That's okay. where this word comes from. And the way that uh, phobias are kind of named is they take the word phobia mm-hmm. and... They put it as a suffix for whatever other word, usually a Greek word, for mm-hmm. either a specific object or situation or things like that. So you've got really common, a whole list of common ones that have come to mind, like arachnophobia mm-hmm. and things like that. So you're taking the Greek word, sometimes it's a Latin word, not as common, and then with the suffix phobia. Yeah, I was look, actually looking for Latin. I was like, oh, yeah, this is Latin. I'm like, no, mm-hmm. duh, it's Greek. Yeah. And I found all these other things that looks, uh, oh, there's the Greek word. And right. Next to phobia. I was like, oh, okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. Most of these are, it's interesting because I was trying to figure out, like, what is the actual medical naming convention for this? Mm-hmm. And it turns out there really isn't one because most of these are sort of psychological things that are a subset. They're considered like a anxiety disorder these mm. are all versions of an anxiety disorder gotcha and so there's not really a official n- way to name these but that's the general way so usually it's a greek word sometimes a latin word with the suffix phobia okay and then the other common thing that we have in our um, society is sort of like an alternate use of what phobia means and so the big one that you've heard a lot in the news lately would be like xenophobia mm-hmm. in our big politi- political arena right now xenophobia is the fear of foreigners Ah, so generally foreigners? yes that's okay good. i actually had to look that up because i hear it thrown around a lot but i was like what does that actually mean because it seems like that term is thrown around a lot it's like oh that person's just a racist when you hear that in the, in the news lately but yeah. xenophobia is officially defined as a fear of foreigners so like aliens i remember like they were called xenomorphs oh interesting. what does xeno mean i don't know let's look this one up really <gasps> okay quick. hold on we're gonna do a live look up live look xenophobia up phobia etymology Let's see here. Xena. Xenos meant strange or foreigner. Okay. Yeah. So strange. strange. Strange foreigner. Yeah. Was morph. Yeah. And then there's other oh. common ones too, obviously, like uh, homophobia, which is the fear mm-hmm. of gay people, transphobia, fear of transgender uh, folks. And so I thought that was really interesting because when you think about the way that the word fo- or the term phobia is applied to those kinds of things mm-hmm. it specifically means anti that That's versus in the main topic of our episode today it's phobia generally refers to like a fear or disgust of something yes but not necessarily like just a a bias towards something gotcha all right, right but bias against something i guess you should say so i thought that was really interesting like uh these are words that we hear thrown around a lot but when you start to actually like break it down and think about where does that actually come from mm-hmm. i was like oh it's it's kind of interesting Totally. And it got me a lot of what the facts for later. Oh, great. So, okay. so we're going to be fighting over the facts. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I guess I'll talk about what a phobia is. Yes. Specifically. Do tell. Um, according to the Harvard Medical School. Ooh. Had tons of good information there. Ooh, okay. Uh, a phobia is a type of anxiety disorder. Right. And a persistent, excessive, unrealistic fear in an object. Right. Person, activity, animal, or situation. Right. 
So I read that there were about three different t- major types of phobias. There were specific phobias, social social anxiety disorders, and agoraphobias. Right. So sp- breaking it more down, um, specific phobias were, were the most common forms of phobias. Uh, I read that they were partly genetic or like inherited. That was interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they seemed, yeah, seemed to run in the families. Uh, the social anxiety disorder used to be called uh, social phobias, but now it's referred to as social anxiety disorder. Mm-hmm. And that's if you're social situations that could cause humiliation, right. embarrassment, or judging by others. Mm-hmm. And agoraphobia, which I was like, oh, why <laughs> Why is this? Why are there three different phobias? The other ones aren't really named phobia, but this one has like a specific mm-hmm. phobia. Right. Uh, this one's the fear of being in public places uh, where it would be embarrassing or difficult to suddenly exit. Right. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's interesting that that one specifically has its own category. Mm-hmm. I also noted that like doing research for this episode, that one specifically um, was said that it's commonly misconstrued as just like a fear of open spaces or public spaces. And oh. It's not necessarily that. It's more what you just said. It's the kind of irrational fear of like, how would I get out if I had to? Yes. Or I'd be embarrassed to get out if I had to. Yeah. I thought that was really interesting. That is really interesting. Because when I heard like fear of open spaces before, like I've heard that before and I was mm-hmm. like, okay, but now hearing what it actually means, it, it makes a lot more sense. Totally. Yeah. So I looked up some of the symptoms of a phobia. Okay. Uh, usually increased heart rate. There's sometimes nausea, difficulty breathing, sweating and trembling, hot flushes or chills, feelings of dread. And a bunch of other things too. Yeah. But those so are do you get all ones. of those symptoms when you look at this Lotus seed pod? Um, no, I just, it just is an uncomfortableness. Mm. Like I can look at it really fast and it's kind of okay, but it, just looking at it, yeah. it brings a discomfort. Yeah. And the longer I look at it, the more uncomfortable yeah. I get. Right. And I think that's, I was, um, you know, when I was learning about the etymology of the word, mm-hmm. I think that is probably why they don't have like a clinical definition of this because it feels like very subjective what phobia means to each person. Yeah. Like it's an irrational fear, but it doesn't necessarily mean you're terrified of that thing. Yes. Like if you saw a lotus seed pod on the table, you wouldn't probably run out of the room screaming, but you might be like, Ooh, yeah. You know? But some people might, but some people may yeah. run out of the room screaming. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, what was the other thing I was going to talk about? Oh, I, I did kind of read something about the like the lotus seed pod and that kind of uh, the um, was it the trypophobia uh-huh. and how uh, it could be like it was different for some people like just looking at seed pod wouldn't be bad but looking at those kind of holes on like skin like yeah. really freaked them out so it was right. kind of like a maybe it's something inherent that we have yeah that was like oh the, we know to stay away from diseases right. Or dangerous animal, like the poison dart frog, yeah. I think has that kind of pattern on it. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, oh, it's something that we have that's... Uh, Evolutionary. Exactly. Yeah, that there came up go. a lot in, when I was looking up, which we'll talk about later, but when I was looking up a lot of the common phobias, that came up a lot. That idea that some of these phobias are just ingrained into us from mm-hmm. like our our ancestors and our and our you know predecessors yeah. from things that actually logically made sense. Yeah, especially like when I was reading about the... Uh, the specific phobias mm-hmm. and how those are partly genetic and mm-hmm. inherited by your family. Yeah. So that was really interesting. Totally. Now I, now I want to know what my family has like phobias about. Ooh, see if follow I follow up, follow up. Yeah. See if I like fall into that. Mm-hmm. Cool. 
Was that it for the kind of like what they are? Yeah, that's kind of it. I mean, we're going to go into more detail about like specific ones and examples. Right. Yeah. So I think, uh, you know, you kind of just touched upon, um, you know, sometimes they can be genetic or our opinions are formed about phobias Mm -hmm. by other things. And I was reading a bunch of articles for this episode about how our they are starting to realize that our kind of modern media and pop culture can inform phobias. So if you see like the one that came up a lot was like clowns. So mm. clowns, I forget what the actual name for that one is, but cholera phobia. Yeah. That one came up as like, is that because we have so many scary movies with clowns now? Mm. Is that why people are now scared of them or like, were they, clowns? or have they always been scared of them? And we've made scary movies because we know people are scared of them. Like mm. chicken or the egg, you know, that's a good question. I thought that was kind of interesting. I mean, clowns, yeah, they they can kind of be scary, I yeah. guess. Yeah. And even then, can, can we even go deeper? Like, is that because they're putting a mask onto themselves? Totally. Hiding their humanity? <laughs> one thing that came up that really freaked me out when researching that one yeah. was uh, about this whole article about John Wayne Gacy, the serial killer mm-hmm. back in the 70s. I guess he used to dress up like a clown mm-hmm. and like volunteer for charity events and stuff. Ooh. And I was like, ooh, that's creepy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's I definitely that. not helping the the images of no clowns. not at all i totally went down a rat hole with that one Uh-oh. yeah but like when i think back to poltergeist you know the movie mm-hmm. that, the clown scene that terrified me as a kid huh but even before i saw that i was always freaked out by clowns interesting i wouldn't say like i have a real phobia of them but i do i mean maybe it is but like a slight maybe yeah like i'm just always like mm, yeah no not, not for, for you me. not yeah. like your brother your brother no, my brother is legit scared of clowns yes yeah like for real yeah, I don't yeah. know why your mom would have given him a jack-in-the-box with a creepy clown for <laughs> Halloween. I don't know. It was so funny, though. <laughs> Come closer. Yeah. yeah so do you think, to get a little bit even deeper to this, you think that taking something that is normally thought of as um, not so scary, like a really fun thing or like uh, innocent almost, mm-hmm. and then making it evil kind of uh, blows that into a big phobia thing oh interesting i don't know like what well like a clown a clown is supposed to not be scary it's Mm. supposed to be like something that kids like it's kind of fun but you put it to you know take it to like poltergeist into a scary situation where it's trying to grab the kid and yeah that's fair yeah do something you think that plays on kind of our our phobias or i don't know maybe i don't know that's why i say it's like it's like chicken or the egg kind of thing you know yeah i don't know That'd be really interesting if somebody actually did a, a scientific study around mm-hmm. that, though. Like babies, like babies when they're like demon babies, mm-hmm. they're like creepy, way creepier, right? Yeah. Then like, oh, there's this creepy guy coming at me. Yeah, it's creepy, but yeah. you have a little creepy baby, like mm-hmm. head churning and yeah, teeth. Or like another thing that I can think of that's less pop culturey, but something that feels to me kind of similar would be like maybe somebody who didn't grow up with religion in their life, mm-hmm. but they see a lot of stories about just things that are weird or scary to them mm-hmm. in religious upbringings or occults or things like that. Okay. So would they then have a fear of religion because it, it's like ingrained into them? You know, Ooh. I don't know. That's a really interesting question. Can, can sort of like situational things determine a phobia for you? Yes. I would say probably. I mean, probably yes. <laughs> <laughs> it just feels right, but we're not scientists, so no, not at all. Don't know if anybody's listening that actually does know. Please add us and tell us. Yes, I have no idea. 
All right. Well, I think we're going to jump into some phobias, but should we take a quick break? Yeah, let's take a little break. All right. We'll be back. All right. All right. We're back. So, Steve. Yes. Why don't you tell me some of the most well-known phobias? Okay, Mike. I think I will. All right. So there's a few that pop to mind, obviously, like really quickly. But when I was researching this to see like what are the actual most common, again, this isn't really super well documented by numbers. Mm -hmm. So I had to kind of look through a bunch of different sources. And the one that I end up going with actually was the um, the uh, National Health Service in the UK. Okay. And they kind of listed out the different categories that you mentioned in our first segment here. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the like most common kind of things within that. And there was a lot of overlap when I looked at a bunch of other sources too. So that's kind of how I formulated this list. Okay. Just for disclosure here. So... Um, in the simple or specific category, which you mentioned previously, yes, there's sort of a couple of kind of um, subgroups of that. So one is called zoophobia, which is a fear, fear of, of a, well, it's a fear of a specific animal. Or which or, one? So well, that's that's like a category. Okay, so there's gotcha, a whole gotcha. bunch of these. So I kind of lumped it into one category. Okay, um, because the health services also did the same thing. But within those, really common ones are. Um, I think it's kynophobia, which is a fear of dogs mm-hmm. from the Greek word kyno. Um, and an interesting fact about this one, which is not a what the fact, but an interesting fact. Mm-hmm. Most people that suffer from this are also um, at least partially afraid of cats. Ooh. I thought that was really interesting. interesting. Yeah. Um, arachnophobia, which I of think course. is the most famous probably. Yes. Um, Can I put a little uh, asterisk right here? Yes. All right. So, going back to watching, you know the movie. Yeah. yeah. Well, wait, we didn't even say what arachnophobia is yet. Oh, fear okay. Of, fear of spiders. Well, I thought you did. No, I didn't. I'm sorry. Okay. I was just thinking about it. Okay. Now go back. Right. Going back to the 90s. Rewind. You're watching the movie. Yeah. Watching a movie in my stepdad's trailer home. Yes. And all by myself, watching it. Saw some spiders on the wall on the yeah. ceiling. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Not cool. Yeah. I was like, they're probably going to jump on me when mm-hmm. I'm watching this. Yep. So a big scene came out and, you know, spiders jumped and scared somebody on screen and a spider jumped on me. Nice. And I was freaked out. But I kept watching. I remember one time there was a spider in the corner of the, like, between where the ceiling meets the wall. Uh And I was like, oh, I'm going to go get that. And I think I got the vacuum or something. And I turned on the vacuum to go vacuum with the spider uh-huh. and it jumped right before Whoa. it got and it jumped on my face ah! and i screamed and was screaming i pulled all my clothes <laughs> off and ran in the shower <laughs> i was that freaked out i like literally took all my clothes off and ran in the shower because that would help i don't know it's an irrational strong fear of spiders <laughs> oh, i was right. pitch green that that was hilarious yeah shut up thank you um there's also ophidiophobia which is from the greek word Ophis, which is fear of snakes. Okay. Uh, apparently, this one affects nearly one third of the adult human population. Huh. I don't feel like I'm super afraid of snakes, but I get it. I get this one, but mm-hmm. I don't personally find them that scary. Hmm. But I have a story for this one, too. Ooh. When I went to go see back in the day, Mike, walk back with me, won't you? I'm walking. Like seven years ago. Okay. Um, we're in the movie theater, not we, but me and this other person. Uh, we are in the movie theater to see Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Ooh, okay. And the Basilisk came out on screen. Mm-hmm. And I was with a friend 
and it was so close to a snake that she started screaming and freaking out because she had an irrational fear of snakes. Whoa. Yeah. I thought that was pretty funny. Oh, but it's not funny. Well, she was being very dramatic. About oh, okay. It. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so those were kind of like the top ones for the zoo, zoo phobia category. Um, and the next one was like an environmental category. So these are phobias that are specific to something in your environment. So claustrophobia, which mm. is really common, which mm-hmm. is the fear of confined spaces, okay. obviously. Um, acrophobia, which is a fear of heights. Um, and this one I thought was really interesting. When you think of someone who's afraid of heights, you think of someone who's like on a cliff, a tall building. Apparently, this can also affect things as little as like a ladder hmm. or um, even stairs for some people. Okay. Yeah. So any really height. Yeah. Uh, let's see. This one was thalassophobia, um, which is from the Greek word thalasso. Hope I'm not butchering these. It's the fear of the ocean or deep water. Hmm. Yeah. Um, misophobia, which is not misophonia, yes. which is a different episode. Misophobia <laughs> from the Greek word musos uh, is a fear of germs. And it was the Greek word musos meant uh, uncleanliness. Hmm. Uh, then there's a bucket of these common ones that are around situations. So these are like situations that you get into and you're afraid of the situation rather than an object or person or whatever. So there's dentophobia from the Latin word dento. Dentist. Teeth. So when you go to the ah, dentist. Yep. Okay. Aerophobia from the Latin word for air. So fear of the air. Fear of flying. Oh, flying. Okay. Which apparently affects more than 25 million Americans. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then brontophobia from the greek word bronte you have any idea what this one is fear of brontosauruses nope this is the fear of thunder oh i had an aunt who was really scared of thunder and we would go visit family in arkansas and she would be so scared of thunder that she would like go hide in her closet oh wow yeah she was really scared um okay and then there's a Section for bodily phobias. So there, these are things that have to do with the body or things happening to your body. Hmm. So there's hemophobia from the Greek word hemo. Blood. Blood, fear of okay. blood. And that can that's usually like a fear of uh, like losing or seeing blood. Okay. Yep. Uh, and then there's trypanophobia from the Greek or trypanophobia from the Greek word trypano. So this was fear of needles. Yes. Or an auger or a drilling device. Mm. An, a what? An auger or a drill device. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, apparently that one affects 3 to 10% of the population. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and then the last kind of bucket within the simple category is uh, sexual phobias, which I thought was really interesting. Um, there is a general one called genophobia, or maybe it's gynophobia. Not really good at my Greek. Um, well, f- depending on where you're going, it could be gyno. Or... I'm guessing it's gyno, but yeah, gynophobia. Let's say gyno. Gynophobia okay. from the Greek word gynos, for, which was the word for offspring. And this hmm. is sort of like a general um, performance anxiety phobia. So you're a, f- a fear of sex and intimacy due to embarrassment of potential embarrassment, I guess, is what that would be. Hmm. Or humiliation. Basically. Gotcha. Um, and then there's nosophobia from the Greek word nosos for disease. And this is like a fear of STDs, hmm. which I thought was interesting. 
That's interesting. Okay, and then there was the second big category uh, that I looked up here. These were the complex ones, and these were the agoraphobia and the social phobias that you spoke about earlier. Okay. So agoraphobia is actually super common, and that's the one of being in a public situation where it might be hard or embarrassing to get out. Mm -hmm. Apparently, that's really, really common. Um, And that came from the Greek word agora, which was in ancient Greece. That was the marketplace. Isn't there agora? Oh, sorry. What? I was going to say, isn't there Agora, like California? Agora Hills. Agora Hills. And what was spelled, Agora spelled, again? Spelled differently. Oh, okay. Well, Agora in ancient Greece was the marketplace. Gotcha. Yeah. And then the social um, social phobias, there aren't really like Greek terms for each of these. Mm-hmm. But like you mentioned earlier, this is now known as social anxiety disorder. Mm. But those are just sort of social situations. Gotcha. And a lot of people will just avoid those social situations to mm-hmm. not feel that anxiety. <laughs> yeah. I, I read that, that. That was a way that people just, they just wouldn't deal with it. They yeah. wouldn't go put themselves in those situations. Totally. So they wouldn't have to deal with it. Yep. So those are like kind of the most common ones, I okay. guess you'd say. Were there surprising ones on that list to you? Uh, it's just a lot of information to get into my head. Yeah. I do not have that many. No. So, okay. <laughs> Why don't you, I feel uh, a little. You feel? Do you feel, I feel relieved? No, I don't feel relieved. I feel like I should have done a whole lot more work. Do you feel like you have a phobia of not having phobias? No. Okay. I don't think so. That's all right. I just thought it was it was hard trying to narrow it down to what the top are because it doesn't feel like there's a super official study for this kind of thing. Yeah, there's so just those like were like the most common kinds of them. Yeah, or most like well known one. I guess. Yeah, known ones. I guess. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Cool. So uh, I think you looked up ones that are lesser known. <laughs> yes, I did. So hit me with some of those. Uh, luckily, you didn't say any of these. Ooh, awesome. Okay, any great. Of my five. <laughs> well, that's fine. <laughs> All right. So I have electorophobia. Ooh, electorophobia. Can I guess what these are? Yes. Electorophobia. Is this fear of voting? No. Mm, I thought it was like elections. Alec, not elect. Oh, alec. Yes. Alec. Electo- Wait, say it again. Electorophobia. Electorophobia. Uh, no, I don't know what this is. Fear of chickens. Oh, interesting. Chickens. Yeah. Why chickens? I don't. I mean, oh, you things... didn't look up why? No, okay. I didn't look up why. All right. I'm not as um, enthusiastic as you for the phobias. I guess that's fine. All I right. was just trying to find these really interesting ones. Okay, cool. Uh, Pagonophobia. Pogonophobia. Spell. Pogonophobia. Pogonophobia. Is this a fear of pogo sticks? No. Is this a fear of jumping? No. Is it a fear of bouncing? No. Is it a fear of breaking a bone? No. Fear of beards. Wait, what? Yes. Fear of beards. Pogonophobia is a fear of beards. Yeah. Interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. How about nephophobia? Nephophobia. Spell? N-E-P-H-O-phobia. Nephophobia. Well, this sounds similar to like necrophobia, and I know what that is. Not that. Okay, so nephophobia. Is this a f- fear of nephews? <laughs> no. Uh, I don't know. What is this one? The fear of clouds. Clouds? Yeah, so I did look a little more into this one because okay, I was like, tell oh, me. tell me more. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, presence of clouds okay. could cause this. Okay. Uh, taking pictures of clouds could also. Um, Make people uncomfortable. Huh. And another thing was that like clouds could bring storms that could cause damage or pain. Oh, and so maybe that's the reason why people are afraid of it. Interesting. Okay. I or thought the, it was maybe like 
supernatural kind of fear of it. Hmm. I mean, maybe. Okay. Twi- maybe Twister did it. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Twister, write it out. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. Yeah. Uh, how about allophobia? All the spell. A U L O phobia. Alophobia. Uh, I don't know. What is this one? The fear of flutes. A fear of flutes? Yes. Okay. So it could be either what the flute looks like. Interesting. The sound made when it's played. Interesting. Or the clicking sound from the buttons. Interesting. Now, I can understand the sound thing. I It doesn't... I wouldn't say I have a fear of the sounds, mm-hmm. but it sounds like that drive me crazy. Hmm. Like when we're prepping for the podcast and you keep doing mouth noises into the microphone. <laughs> drives me crazy. But the visual of the flute, that's interesting. That mm-hmm. feels that feels maybe similar to trypophobia because maybe, there's yes. so many like holes mm-hmm. in the flute. Interesting. Okay. The clicking. Maybe it's uh, you know, you were raised really strictly mm-hmm. that you had to, you know, play the flute and you just didn't want to play the flute. Maybe. So it's I don't like want to play the flute. Trauma. Now I have Allophobia. Allophobia. Interesting. Could be. Okay. All right. My last one. Last one. Barophobia. Barophobia. Or maybe barophobia. B- Not B-E-R. B-A-R-O. Phobia. Barophobia. Is this is this like barometric pressure? Is this a fear of weather changes? Mm, you're getting warm. Is this a fear of tornadoes? Nope. Is this a fear of storms? Nope. Fear of hurricanes? Nope. A fear of rain? Nope. It is a fear of gravity. Oh, of gravity. Yes. So okay. baros is weight in uh, Greek. Oh, okay. So gravity could crush people. So they're you know mm. fearful of that. Interesting. They're fearful fearful of the of falling because of gravity. Hmm. Okay. Um, and it worked along with the one you talked about. The uh, was it uh, a neurophobia? The one. Being up high, the fear oh, of heights. aerophobia. Aerophobia. Uh, well, oh. No, no. Fear of heights, that's acrophobia. Acrophobia. Yeah. Interesting. Um, and also the fear that gravity might cease to exist and just float away. Ooh, weird. Yeah. Hmm. I know. Is that something new I need to worry about now? Probably because you worry about lots of things. I do. Okay, that was your last one? That was my last one. There was, those were definitely some surprising ones. Yeah. The beard is interesting, but the flute, that is just so specific is it it's specifically a flute well the or, flute or, or, or could it be like like looking yeah so it could also be like i'm afraid of oboe or something uh, or a saxophone maybe okay a saxophone's a little different looking but hmm. i think the flute like interesting tubular clarinet device maybe interesting okay huh i mean i guess there's a uh potentially a phobia of almost anything oh really. totally yeah Cool. All right. Well, let's take another break, and then we'll uh, we'll come back, and maybe we'll talk a little bit about some of our phobias. Let's do it. All right. All right. All right. We're back again. Um, that was really interesting talking about the top. Most common and least common phobias. Yeah. There were definitely some surprises there. I learned something today. Actually, there's a lot of things that uh, I learned. The more you know. Star. Okay. Uh, Well, why don't we talk about some of our phobias? Sure. Ooh, let me guess yours. Okay. I'm guessing that your top phobia is chorophobia. 
Acorophobia? Yeah. What's that one? It's the fear of dancing. Fear of dancing. Fear of dancing. Yes. I mean, I guess if we're talking about like it's a social phobia, then yeah, okay, I guess. Nope. I don't know if I, I'm scared of it, though. It's more just like I don't uh, feel I'm good at dancing, so mm. I don't do it. Is that a phobia? So embarrassment? You feel embarrassment? I guess so. But mm. but to me, a phobia is like it's, it's like an irrational fear. I don't think that's like an irrational fear of it. Okay. I feel like if I danced better, then I would dance more. Okay. And I dance at weddings and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, good. Is that what you call it? Wow. <laughs> well, there's there is evidence right there of why I uh why I don't do it. Just kidding. I You're a think, great yeah, I dancer. I you are. Well, I haven't seen you break your leg dancing to NSYNC, so moving on. <laughs> so what is your your phobia? Um, I do have a fear of of deep water. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Which I don't know why. Like the ocean makes sense. There's predators and like sharks potentially in there. But like even in a lake, I don't like it. And even in a really big pool, like even if I can see the bottom, Mm -hmm. I get freaked out. Hmm. And I don't know. Like it's, uh, I know it's irrational. There's nothing in that pool that's going to get me. Yes. It's a freaking swimming pool. But if I'm in like the, like an Olympic size pool in the deep end where diving board is, Mm -hmm. if I get in the middle of that, I just feel like, oh, I need to get to the edge. Like Hmm. it's just, it's weird. I don't know. I also looking, researching this episode, Christina Ricci also suffers from this one and she is afraid of swimming pools. She says, I think that somehow a little magic door is going to open up and let the shark out. Whoa. Yeah. All right, Christina Ricci. Yeah. So I'm not alone. Do you think that a magical door is going to no, open up? No, I don't think that at all. I have like, I know it's like an irrational one in the sense of a swimming pool anyway. Gotcha. And the ocean, maybe it's a little more rational. It's a question. I know you kind of have a fear of flying. I do have a fear of flying. So the combo of being over water, does that like even more stress you out? No, actually. And my fear of flying is specifically a fear of being involved in a plane emergency. It's not even necessarily like, oh my gosh, I might die flying. It's okay. just, it's the idea that something might happen and I might have to go through that. Ah. Die die or survive. That's what freaks me out. So is this because of Lost? Mm, no, this predates Lost. Okay. This goes back to like, probably like <laughs> Final, Final Destination. Final <laughs> Destination. Maybe. <laughs> it, might be the, it might be the root cause. Oh, that's right. The first one. The first one where that was like a super realistic feeling. That's true. Yeah, that might be the root cause of that All right. for me. So social things that happen, the movie. I suppose so. Kind of helped but I don't. Av- but I don't avoid it because like I have to fly for work all the time. It's yeah. fine. It doesn't bother me as much now. I've kind of grown out of that one. Do you think bit. that's because you've been uh, like experiencing more and kind of facing that fear because you have to? Yes. Are you Do saying that. exposure therapy? Maybe I am. Okay. That will be leading into where I'm going to go. Okay. But first. But I need to guess your fears. Exactly. Now, your phobias. Let's talk about mine. Well, I know Let's you're afraid of me. Uh, obviously, as always. <laughs> I know you're afraid of spiders because yeah. we said that earlier. Yeah. Oh, now you're playing it down. No, I'm not like. Even though you were like, oh, a spider jumped on me. Well, it jumped on me when I was watching a movie okay. and it was about spiders. That scared me. Funny also, side story about arachnophobia. One time when that came out when we were kids, mm-hmm. we told my aunt, oh, this isn't a scary movie. Sit down and watch it with us. And then she did. And she was so <laughs> mad at us. 
because it, it's a scary movie and we knew we, uh, were, we were just brats. I mean, I, I not back then. I don't think I had it, but here in our house, I think we have some big with the giant spiders, in this spiders house, right? that run so fast. We have a lot here. They remind me of the ones from Arachnophobia. Yeah, they're not mm. super fun. No. Yeah. Okay. Other fears that you have? Ooh, man, I don't know. Really? I don't know. Let me mm. think. Let me think. I don't know. Think about me. What do I always worry about? Or like, you always make fun of me for it. Mm. I don't know. I make fun of you for a lot of things. Oh, this is true. Um, hmm, I don't know. What is it? I actually, I legit can't Just think. Throw a guess out. I don't know. No. Okay. Well, I, you don't know me at all, do you? Clearly. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm on the spot here. Yeah. Let me think. Uh, I see a show. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh. I don't know what the fear is called, but you, you're definitely like afraid of disease or whatever. It's like, like hypochondriac. Yeah, you're definitely a hypochondriac. Bruh. Here, let's tell this side story. One day, oh, years ago, I'm at work, and I start getting tech messages from Mike. Oh, I was watching Dr. Oz, and this lady was working in the garden and didn't wear gloves, and she got a cut, and she got a parasite, and she almost died. I worked in the garden yesterday. I think I have a parasite now. In, <laughs> in reality, Mike did not have a parasite at all. No, I did not. But, but you, I could have. But you're always like that. You see something weird or gross on TV, and you're like, "Oh my god, do and I it have that?" To me, yeah, yeah. I'm influenced by social things happening around me. Is that like, like a legit phobia for you? I don't know, but I sometimes I, I think you just play that up because you like hmm. to play it up because you know I react to it. Maybe, uh-huh. yeah. So my social surroundings, I'm mm. you know, it's mm. just feeding into my mm. phobia. Mm. Do uh, you have a phobia of ghosts? Uh, no, I embrace them. Let's conjure oh. some. Can we conjure some? No. That's no another more, episode. No more conjuring, Whitney. Come on. No. I don't know. Sorry, or, I was, was afraid. Out? I thought I saw a spider on my mic, and oh. now I was about to jump back. Your arachnophobia was about to be in your face. It was. Yeah. It was returning. Do you have any other major phobias? Mm, maybe the fear of failing. Mm. But I don't think so I, is it's that a irrational. Anxiety disorder? I don't think it's irrational. I think it, that's a rational thing. Mm. I don't irrationally like react to that. Yeah. I have like a fear of getting old in a way. Hmm. It's more like, not like, oh, my body's going to get old. I'm going to be ugly. It's not like that. It's yeah. more like, uh, of, kind of like a fear of being old and alone. alone maybe? Ah, yeah. All right. I can see that with you. Yeah, I guess so. Question. Even though I'm not super codependent a lot of times. Question. Yes. You were going to tell me the difference between a phobia and a fear. Hmm. What well, a fear, a fear is just like a, a reaction to something, but a okay. phobia is more defined as like an irrational mm. or or something you can't stop thinking about. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So like with spiders, even if it's like some little dumb spider in your house mm-hmm. and you know it's not going to hurt you, like if you're really afraid of it anyway, that's a phobia. Like uh, cockroaches. I have a phobia of cockroaches. <laughs> I know they don't really bite. I know they don't hurt you. I am freaked the hell out by those things. Mm-hmm. I think it's because they move so fast. Maybe. And they fly down in Texas. Yeah, they don't really fly that much here. But, Ooh. oh, man, they freak me out. Oof, I don't like them. I do not like them at all. Ooh, you know, okay, I know what I don't like. Ooh, I don't what? like maggots. Oh, yeah, you really Ooh. don't like maggots. Ooh. You really don't like Ooh, that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't like maggots. I have a phobia of maggots. When they when you watch Lost Boys and he's like, you're eating maggots, my yeah, God, did gross. you really freak no, out? Poltergeist. 
Oh, Poltergeist is really the gross. scene where he's eating, where the steak comes alive uh, and the maggots yes, come out. Yes, yes, yes. Oh yeah, I'm freaking out right now. Ooh, wow. Yeah, you really don't like maggots. Yeah. What was that? One I thought time it was worms, it? but it's. It, it's I think it's specifically, specifically maggots. maggots, and I think the reason why is because I rationalize it because mm. it's like a sign of decay, death. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah. So would you say that's like an evolutionary? Maybe phobia? yes. Maggots don't freak me out. Mm. Yeah, I get that. I get that one though. Oh, I got goosebumps. Ooh, yeah, you do. <laughs> wow, you really don't like that. Uh, I just remembered. I hate. I'm, I'm gonna. Have you often dealt with them. maggots in real life? Well, like trash cans whenever you're taking the trash out and something was left in there that. Well, oh. oh, yeah, yeah. I don't want to talk about it anymore. All right, we'll move on. We'll move on now. Whew. Hey, so. Uh, we might need a break. Yeah. Well, what about uh, how do we get treatment for for these things? Well, first of all, you don't deal with maggots. Oh, okay. Um, number one, no. So I was curious, like, hey, what are some ways that uh, phobias are treated? Right. So we broke them down into three different things: the specific phobias, the social anxiety disorders, mm-hmm. and the agoraphobias. Right. So depending on what type of phobia you have the treatment could include either a combo or a combo of medication and psychotherapy. Mm-hmm. So for specific phobias, usually it's exposure therapy. Mm-hmm. And you were talking about that, the cognitive behavioral therapy, right. um, so which is gradually increasing exposure to the thing you fear. So that's why I thought it was kind of interesting that you said that you're, you have less fear of flying now because right. you're co- more exposed to it. Right. And but like, meanwhile, the <laughs> thought of like being exposed to cockroaches more to make me less afraid of them. Mm-hmm. Oh, hell no. No, we're not doing that. So no pet cockroaches. No. Here? Did you ever watch Fear Factor on NBC? Yes. There was like the episode where they put their heads in the acrylic box and they poured all the cockroaches. Yep. Oh, my God. So you would not do that. I'm cringing right now. <laughs> yeah. No. So maggots and cockroaches are the thing for us that we need yeah. to avoid at all costs. Are you afraid of cockroaches? Ah. I mean, no one likes them. I mean, we well, had a bunch of them in Texas. Probably love them. I was afraid of them flying into my face. Mm. Maybe it's because I like, I didn't grow up with them. Hmm. Maybe that's why they scare me too. I don't know. And also, they're eating like thing. Anything. Yeah, no, they're actually they're, they're actually good. I know, but that same thing with spiders. Spiders are good for like the environment and the mm-hmm. ecosystem, but they still scare me. So maybe it's their eyes, which goes back to the trichophobia. Tri- oh, trichophobia. 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 Yeah. So many big words. So little time. Greek is hard. (laughs) All right. So back. Social anxiety disorder. Yes. Um, So this one had interesting things for short short time or or short term Mm -hmm. or one off like Mm -hmm. situations. um, Meds could be prescribed for it, like Mm. uh, beta blockers, Mm -hmm. such as propranolol. Propranolol. Sure. Propranolol. 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 I can say that. Okay. So that makes sense. That's used to dampen the physical effects of anxiety, but it doesn't affect the mental sharpness. So, like if a flute player was going to go play the flute, but they had performance anxiety or anxiety of playing in the big uh, audio, uh, whatever, big place. Yeah. um, They could take this and still be able to perform and not really have that, um, the phobia like really affect Mm -hmm. them. That makes sense. Like mm-hmm. the first time I flew internationally, I was really anxious about it because mm-hmm. I don't like flying. Yeah. And so I went to my doctor and got a couple pills, just like one for the way there and one for the way back. Yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't like you needed to take it all the time. It was just for those yeah. like specific, specific or incident. short-term things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, for social anxiety disorders, <clears throat> usually, oh, that's what I talked about. But if your social phobia revolves around public speaking, mm-hmm. um, you can pre- be prescribed the medication for those occasions. Really? 
Yeah. Interesting. So that goes back to that one thing I just talked about. Mm-hmm. And we can cut this out right now. No, that's fine. We'll just keep it. No, we can cut it out. Whatever. My bad. So for long-term or more general forms of social anxiety, mm-hmm. um, antidepressants, antidepressants are usually prescribed. Interesting. Yeah. And uh, also the cognitive behavioral therapy can work. Hmm. So, so that's like exposure therapy. Yes. Yeah. The combo of the meds and the exposure uh, therapy work well mm. for the social anxiety disorder. Mm-hmm. And then agoraphobia. Um, that one was interesting because it was uh, found to be usually treated with uh, like a panic disorder would be treated. Mm-hmm. So with antidepressants, it could also include anti-anxiety meds mm. um, and psychotherapy. Cognitive behavioral therapy is also mm. used as treatment for that. Hmm. So... Dear listeners, if you're having fears that are interfering with your life, um, it could be personal relationships with work, um, you know, interact, it's interfering with the way you normally used to do things, you know, talk to someone. You can discuss this with your doctor or, you know, someone else. Right. Someone that'll listen. Thank you for being a friend, Michael. I'm always here for you, Steve. (sighs) Going down the road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. But if he threw a party... And invited everyone I knew. Uh huh. You would be. Mm, I would see. Damn. The biggest gift would be from you. For me. Oh. And the card attached would say, "Thank you for being a friend." Wow, we're dumb. <laughs> but mental health is extremely important, and you know, check. You know, don't be afraid to talk. Yeah, I Reach agree. Out. Yep. So. Now so. we're going to be talking about what the facts. All right. This you is have my like favorite 20, part. Do you have 20,000 over no, there? No, I don't have 20,000. Sure? But usually I have like one. That looks like a big week. And this ass week I list. have like six. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? How about we go back and forth? Okay. But do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? How about we go back and forth? <laughs> oh my God. So annoying. Okay. I'll go first. Okay. What the facts? What the fact number one? In 2004, Incubus had a song called Agoraphobia on their album, A Crow Left of the Murder. Did you know that? I didn't. What does that mean? What What does the... Ag- agoraphobia, what's that? Oh, agoraphobia is the one where it's the fear of be, not of like not being able to exit an open space or a gotcha. public space. Or okay. like having a panic attack. Panic attack I'm just making sure you understood what I that remembered. Was. Okay. I listened today. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, okay. That was cool. It. All right. Next. So, do you know what octophobia is? Is it a fear of octopuses? No, but Octop- you're close. Octopi? Oh, okay. It's a fear of something eight, obviously. Yeah, you got it. Oh, it's fear of octopus. No, fear of the number eight. Oh, just the number eight? Yes. Wait, what is it again? The fear of the number eight. What's the Greek word? Octo. Just octophobia. Yes, octophobia. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. Um, I found that it it's less likely to affect Americans oh, because the number eight doesn't really have like a big significant significance to us mm. whereas other cultures or countries like right. eight is important or right. it's lucky um, right? lucky or yeah. a superstitious number mm, interesting yeah so there's a fear of that mm-hmm. so rather than it being lucky it's like it's a bad omen maybe mm-hmm. interesting okay your turn okay my turn um six flags over georgia has an intimate free fall ride called do you know what it's called it's a big, tall ride, really high, and it's scary. 
Hyrophobia. It's called acrophobia because it's the fear of heights. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. <laughs> Next. Move on. Woo. Well, this one. I'm sure you don't have this one. Okay. Allodoxophobia. Allodoxophobia. Is this a fear of the dark? Nope. Oh, I don't know. A fear of opinions. A bitch. <laughs> Do you have a fear of dying right now by being strangled with a podcast cord? Uh, a fear yeah. of what? A fear of opinions. A fear, a fear of opinions. Interesting. So, allo is Greek for different. Dox is opinions. Mm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. My turn. Uh, what the fact? Gustave Eiffel, uh, who was the designer of the or Eiffel, the designer of the Eiffel Tower, mm-hmm. allegedly had acrophobia. A fear oh, of heights. whoa. Yeah. Did he go up to the top? Uh, Unclear. I don't know. It's just a what the fact. I didn't research it all that much. All right. But you, I thought that was interesting because it's really tall. That is interesting. Yeah. All right. Next. <laughs> what do you think arachibuterophobia is? Arachibuterophobia? Arachibuterophobia. It sounds like a buterol and it sounds like arachnophobia. So is it a fear of spiders who have asthma? No. Okay. It is a fear of peanut butter sticking to the roof of your mouth. Okay. Yes. All right. I don't have that one. <laughs> but okay. All right. Uh, next. Um, this one's not really a what the fact, but I wanted to throw it in here uh, on what the facts because we laughed about it a lot earlier and this year, and now I feel bad for laughing about it. Ooh. Um, there's this thing called, I'm going to try and pronounce this one, Ornith. Ornitho- ornithophobia. Okay. The fear of birds. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Do you remember why we laughed about this? Yes, because of Nicole. Because of Nicole. On, on Big, Big Brother. Brother. Yeah, I have so, this marked down, too. So she was... Oh, did you have this as well? Yeah, ornithophobia. Oh my not, gosh, not a what the fact, but uh, like a little note. Oh, funny. Yeah. So Nicole, a contestant on Big Brother this season. CBS show. CBS show. She came in third place this season. Mm-hmm. She apparently had this. She was a fe- afraid of birds. And I've we laughed about it because she always sort of laughed at herself about it when mm-hmm. she was afraid. But she was to the point where like even people in a bird costume freaked her out. Yeah. So that was interesting. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Nicole. We Sorry, didn't Nicole. Need to laugh at you. We loved you on Big Brother though. Yes. That's why you're America's favorite. I know, no, I'm embarrassed that I watched Big Brother when we just said it on the podcast. <laughs> okay. Anyway, What's next. that? The fear of fear of watching Big Brother. It's a social yeah, exactly. It's a social anxiety disorder. Yeah. Yeah, I'm we have that. I'm we don't want anybody to find out. Watching Big Brother. Exactly. Yeah. Good thing we just told all six people that listen. Okay, next. <laughs> How about nomophobia? Nomophobia? Mm-hmm. I feel like we talked about this one. No? Okay, I don't know what this one is. The fear of being without your mobile phone or unable to use oh, your phone God. for some reason. That sounds like paradise to me. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Uh, okay, and then these were... I have like a few what the facts because I kind of went down a rat hole, but I thought it was interesting. A rat hole? Yeah. Is that different than a rabbit hole? Yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, well, a rat's different than a rabbit. Anyway, <laughs> so when we were talking about the etymology of the word phobia, we, mm-hmm. I said it came from the word phobos mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, so we talked about phobos was the Greek god of fear. Yes. But phobos is also the larger of the two moons of Mars. Yes. Which I thought was interesting. Um, but the really interesting what the fact about that is that Phobos, the moon of Mars, is under a severe gravitational pull from Mars, so much so 
that it is being pulled down by Mars's gravity and eventually will break up or crash into the surface of Mars. Paraphobia. What is that? The fear of gravity. Oh, yes. Well, this one's not irrational because eventually it's going to happen. Yeah. But they think it's in like 20 to 50 million years. So okay. No, nothing for us to rationally fear there. Okay. Also, we're not on Mars. Okay. Next. It was Mars or Saturn? Mars. Or Jupiter. Well, it was a moon of Mars. How many moons does Mars have? Two. They're named after the the brothers. The god of fear and the god of whatever the other one was that I said at the beginning. I forgot already. <laughs> the god of uh, Aries? No, not Aries. It was no. Aries' son. The god of Demos. 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 The god of terror. Demon. Yeah. Yeah. That's the two moons. Gotcha. Okay. What's your next what the fact? Uh, gosh. What's my last one? My last one. Um, so the amygdala. Amygdala? Amygdala. Yeah. Amygdala. A, amygdala. The there part we go. of the brain that triggers these. Yes. It's yeah. the part of the brain responsible for triggering specific phobias. Didn't we watch something on this on, on the... Netflix. It was, it was on something else. It wasn't about phobias, but the amygdala did something else. Too. Oh, it was about um, remembering. Yes. Like memory. Memory. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I do have something I want to add to this. Okay. My therapist, yeah, yes, I, I go to therapist, so mental health is good for y'all. Um, he said that sometimes um, uh, big things that happen in people's lives, mm-hmm. like uh, what, are they, what do you want to call that? Like um, a watershed moment? Nah, more like uh like if i am exposed to like i'm somewhere and something big happens that's not good a traumatic event traumatic event there uh, we go traumatic event happens that a phobia can be a result of that and oh, not necessarily sure. from that specific event maybe you saw a red car during that event and mm-hmm. that's going to be where your phobia goes to so you'll be afraid of red cars interesting or you'll be afraid of a broom that was next to you when something happened Huh, that's interesting. So, yeah, he said the brain works really interestingly and sometimes does that. Huh. So that was a what right. the fact. Interesting. Okay, I have one more. Okay. But this is kind of, well, it's a what the fact with three examples. Um, So also talking about Phobos still, mm-hmm. it's referenced a lot in video games. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so Phobos is a location in the universes of Doom, Destiny, and Halo. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also a playable character in Quake 3 Arena. Okay. Uh, and it's also a location in Unreal Tournament. Gotcha. I've been to that, one of those places. Yeah. You've been to one of those places. <laughs> yeah. I said that was interesting. There's a lot more examples too, mm-hmm. but Phobos is referenced a lot in video games. <laughs> yeah. That's really interesting. I remember when I used to play Quake 3 Arena, which was a lot. And it would go, Phobos. And I really liked that. That's why, that's actually why I Googled Phobos and video games and then a whole bunch of other things. Oh, funny. Yeah. Huh. Taking you back. Taking me back. Phobos style. Yeah. Did you have any more what the facts? Nope. Oh, wow. We ended perfectly then. Yay. That's rare. <laughs> well, what did you think about this this phobia episode, Mike? Did it make you feel any better about your phobias? Uh, um, no, not really. It brought up a phobia that I forgot about, oh, and great. so I'm trying not to think about that anymore. All right. And um, yeah, I don't know. I I felt that uh, you know you hear this in school, and you, you know maybe not paying attention so much, yeah. but there's so many different things, and I think that also kind of reminds you that. Uh, these things aren't, while it might sound like, oh, that's weird or like strange or funny, like mm-hmm. it's not. Somebody's actually going through something and uh, to be empathetic about it's like, true. how people feel. Right. 
Yep. Because everybody's different. Yeah. Yep. How about you? What did um, you think about this? I don't know. I thought it was really interesting. I definitely learned a lot on this episode. Mm-hmm. More than I thought I would. I thought this would just be like, oh, that's interesting. But this was like, we definitely spe- spent a lot of time looking stuff up. For yeah, we did. Um, but yeah, I thought this was a really good one. Mm-hmm. And um, Hopefully not too much data and info for people yeah. but and we'll have to make sure that the the images that we put on the website for this one are not oh, yeah. a lotus seed pod nope we are not putting that up there yeah yeah all right well shall we wrap it up let's for, wrap up. for this episode yeah all right music for the show is by dimitri banoff and adi goldstein and vocals for our opening theme song are by chad Conselmo. thanks chad thanks everybody for liking and subscribing and you can follow us online mike what's our socials i, I forgot we have them it's like at mike and steve show i think mike steve podcast mike steve show you'll find us yeah you'll just find go us. to our website you'll see our goofy faces that's right mike and steve show.com there yeah, you go that's right all right until next time thanks for listening bye bye, bye.